0: what's up everybody welcome to the latest episode of the foul ball area podcast i'm your host matthew atkins joined as always by my co-host trey lyle and we have some baseball news for you this week of course we are in the off season still and we're still in a lockout so rarely do we get any kind of major they did meet this week they did sorry meet. To interrupt they did meet yeah nothing um, really
1: happened well we'll get into meet. that
0: a little bit there there's some encouraging steps but uh we are still in the lockout so rarely this off season have we had any major news but we do this week because it's hall of fame week earlier this week on tuesday the 2022 baseball hall of fame class was announced it's, a it's only, of something. Player. It's it's only a hall of something player it's only one something player it's you know all right it's, it's a whole just... of something
1: <laughs> so david ortiz got in deservingly yeah. so has connected to has been connected to steroids uh, it, you know has has done peds so let's process that barry bonds gets 66.6 percent. clements a little less than that. barry bonds was like seven votes away i think is the number it, it was close i know it was close he goes now to the today's baseball committee but it's not looking good because that's very similar to the old school baseball writers that aren't voting for bonds in now anyway so who did vote bug League in? so just to just to break it down um
0: yeah so here's the uh the the final voting from this year's Hall of Fame class. David Ortiz, like you said, the only player to get in, got 77.9% of the vote. You need 75% to get in. So he barely got in, which first of all, I think that's ridiculous that he barely got in. Barry Bonds got 66% of the vote. Roger Clemens got 65.2. Both of them were on their final year on the ballot. So again, they will not be on the ballot going forward. If they want to get in, they will have to go to the Today's Game Committee. Uh, Scott Rowland, He got 63.2% of the vote, so he's moving up. Kurt Schilling dropped down to 58.6, his final year on the ballot as well. Todd Helton at 52%, Billy Wagner at 51%, Andrew Jones only at 41%. Uh, Sammy Sosa, only 18.5%, also his final year on the ballot. So there's a lot to unpack here, and I want to start with David Ortiz because he is the, the one player that got in. And Yeah, you're right. He, deservingly so. He deserves to be in the Hall of Whoa,
1: Fame. Whoa! timeout, Matt. So so your long stance is Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens shouldn't get in. So why do you think Bonds should get in or Ortiz should get in uh, instead? Because he's linked to PEDs.
0: Not to the extent that the other two are, though. Not to you- the extent that they are. Really? Like, where, how was how David Ortiz linked to PEDs? There was like one report one time that he might have tested positive and no one could prove it. And I know that Clemens and Bonds have never tested positive, but they've been part of all these you know, trials and testifying before Congress and perjury and all this kind of stuff that they've gone through. They have been so linked to steroids and performance enhancing drugs, whereas David Ortiz, it was like one minor thing one time that no one's really sure about. Ooh, you cannot okay, link. Matthew. You cannot link him to PEDs the same way that you can Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens.
1: If you got rid of Bonds steroid years, he's still a Hall of Famer. Like it doesn't matter. It
0: doesn't matter. Still he still used is, the steroids.
1: The two greatest hitters in the history of baseball are not in the Hall of Fame, and the Hall of Fame is a joke. It's a joke. Like you, a pillar. If you're real, let's be frank here. They're not voting based off of the person has done steroids or not. It, literally, because there's players who are connected to steroids in the hall of fame right now. Multiple players. So and the commissioner of the steroid era is in the hall of fame.
0: Yeah. If you he really if you really what did he really do really want to take the
1: stance of you did steroids, you're not in the hall of fame. It's then that it's it's not true. The reason they're not in the hall of fame is because frankly, they weren't they were probably a little more assholey ish than other players and old school media didn't like that. And they're like, we're blocking you from the hall of fame because you, and, and using PEDs as their outlet, because there's this character clause that's stupid in this hall of fame process. And if you really, truly want to break down the pillars of the hall of fame, one is telling the history of baseball and you cannot tell the history of baseball without Barry freaking bonds, who is the greatest Hitter in the history of the sport, arguably the greatest player in the history of the sport, because statistically he he's amazing. I think someone did a set his on base percentage, career on base percentage. If you got rid of all his home runs and turned him to outs, is still better than David Ortiz. Like the guy was ridiculous. Like, yes, he might have done PEDs, but you still gotta make contact with the ball. Like, PEDs don't help you with that. And he still did that. The dude got intentionally walked. With the bases loaded, he was that scary of a hitter.
0: Look, I'm not saying that he wasn't a great player, but he, you, like, he very likely used PEDs. And in my opinion, if you're cheating, you don't get into the into the Hall of Fame. And this whole argument that people use about it, it, the Hall of Fame has to tell the story of the game, and you can't tell the story of the game without the greatest players. No, that that's a crock. All but right, like, no, listen, listen, it's, Matt,
1: listen, Matt, listen,
0: Matt. listen. Let me make my point. It's the Hall of Fame and Museum. The Baseball Hall of Fame and Museum. The Hall of Fame is where you honor and pay tribute to the greatest players in the history of the game. The museum part is where you tell the story of the game. There are exhibits in the museum part for people that are not in the Hall of Fame. Like people win the World Series, their cleats go to the museum, not in the Hall of Fame. Barry Bonds, his story can be in the museum, not in the Hall of Fame because he does not deserve to be in that Hall of Fame, it's the Hall of Fame and museum. You can still tell his story in the museum part.
1: But you look at the structure of the hall. Another problem is you look at the structure of the Hall of Fame. There are steroid users in there, and this is this is a part of baseball. Like, do you truly not believe any player during that time wouldn't use steroids because to try to get every advantage possible? I believe
0: there are some players that didn't. I mean, obviously, we don't we don't have any way of knowing.
1: Yeah. Every single
0: player that did or didn't.
1: Basically, you you look at the context of okay, Barry Bond's Hall of Famer before he took where roughly the time where he took steroids after it, he still like he maintained that success, you know, even to an int degree. Is his record put an asterisk next to it? Probably, yes. But it's not like it's kind of like, it was like Stein's, it was just relative to sign stealing back then. That that's doesn't, how make, baseball, it right. that doesn't that's make it right. But that's how baseball treated it. That's how baseball treated it. And if they're going to take advantage of that, because that's how baseball is going to treat it, then you have to, to allow, you basically have to be like, all right, that's what happened. That's the story of baseball. But no, a pillar, like when, when a pillar of like the Hall of Fame process is telling the history of the game, you have to put Barry Bonds in. He's, He's too good of a baseball player. He is the one of the greatest baseball players of all time. He's all the advanced statistics say it. He's a seven-time MVP. He he's he's too he has the most home runs, 73 home runs in a season. Like every statistic is pointing to this guy being a Hall of Famer, and the fact that he's not going to be there makes this Hall of Fame a joke. It's a joke. It's a sham. It's like how baseball is treated everything else as they think they're they're pompous, arrogant, and better than what they actually are. And it's the reason baseball is stuck in the mud. And the reason they're in a lockout is because they think they're better than they actually are. And if they used freaking common sense, then baseball would be a lot better situated than it is because this is a great sport. And Barry Bonds became the reason a lot of people watch baseball in the 2000s without Barry Bonds. Maybe the decline of baseball happens sooner. So you need him in a Hall of Fame because his impact on the sport is one of the biggest of all time.
0: You can still tell the story without him being in the Hall of Fame. Without, But him he's a Hall of that, Fame that... player,
1: Matt. He's one of the greatest baseball players. You literally said the Hall of Fame belongs to the greatest players of all
0: time. And every, but not if they cheated to get to that. But every,
1: point. but he didn't cheat to get to that point. He was already a great player, and then he realized, oh, baseball's really lax on this. I'm going to take every advantage that I can, and it became like, and then he went to a next step, and it, cheating that, is part of baseball. That doesn't, that doesn't cheating, make it right. That doesn't make cheating, it right. So right, okay, so so, we'll so we Alcide. should just
0: overlook. We should just overlook the entire Astros scandal from a couple years so, ago.
1: So. Jose Altuve is going to get in the Hall of Fame. I Should he you, though? Should he? He, is. he cheated. I bet he is. He's a nice guy. People like him. Carlos Correa is going to get in the Hall of Fame. Look, I'm Alex not Bregman here, Mike, in the Hall of Fame. They're going to no, Matt. They're going to get in the Hall of Fame. I'm telling you right now. I can guarantee Jose Altuve will get in the Hall of Fame.
0: I I'm not here to it. say whether or not these people are going to get in the Hall of Fame. I'm not here to to break down the way that baseball writers are thinking. I'm giving my opinion. I do not think Barry Bonds. Roger Clemens, should be in the Hall of Fame. That is my opinion. I can't yes. speak for what the baseball writers are thinking. Yes, a lot but, of them are crotchety old men that are set in their ways and don't want to ever change. But my opinion, I don't think if you use steroids, if you cheat to get an advantage in the game, that you should be in the Hall of Fame.
1: So should, like, Vlad Guerrero not be in the Hall of Fame?
0: Did he ever cheat?
1: He was connected to steroids. Like Was he? Jeff Bagwell. I mean, any, any, anyone, Jeff Bagwell just, anyone
0: can be connected to steroids because it was Bagwell so widespread. The but these people, these guys are like Bonds and Clemens and Sosa McGuire. They are the face of steroids. In it's because they
1: were the best. They were the best at the time. Like Jeff Bagwell was connected to steroids. Does he belong in the Hall of Fame?
0: I don't know the extent that he was con- like, it's we, very we well known how, how well connected Bonds and Clemens are to steroids.
1: Come on, man. This is a little hypocritical. Like you gotta say it's it's either yes or no. Like it's either if they have a connection, then they don't be they don't shouldn't be in the hall of fame. Like you can't pick and choose here. It's just you think about how good of a baseball player Barry Bonds was. Like take Then why
0: did he need to take the steroids?
1: Because everyone else was. It was so like, it's like it was literally like sign stealing when the steroid era happened, and and it, to me, I think it's stupid of baseball to kind of during arguably its most one of its most popular times in the history of the sport to kind of be it like was, oh, it was it was and ha- I'll
0: give them that I,
1: I didn't happen. Who cares? So, and the way they get treated like is just like basically everyone is forgetting one of the greatest players. Two, really two of the greatest players of all time are basically forgotten.
0: No one is ever going to forget them,
1: but that's the thing. They basically are treated that way. They're no one, no, no fan is, but, but baseball is like baseball history. The story of baseball is going to forget them.
0: And they're going to get it. it. They're going to get in on the next. When when have you seen
1: something like, no, they might not.
0: They're, no, they're going. Read, they're 100% the, going to get in on, read, on the committee.
1: I highly recommend reading. Did you read the Jeff Passon article? No, I didn't. Highly recommend it. He says, I can pull it up. He he mentions about the committee that he doesn't think they'll get in. Because it's similar people and and that hopefully they do. Because Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens... Bonds more, like if I'm going to pick one, I'm going to die on the hill. I'm going to defend Barry Bonds more than Roger Clemens because I think he got in the Hall of Fame. He, like, Barry Bonds to me is one of the five greatest baseball players ever. And I don't think you can argue that. So, and the fact that Bud Siegel is in, like, The steroid era is already being represented in the Hall of Fame. And I think the fact that these people didn't get in is because more of they weren't liked by media members, not that they did steroids.
0: And that very well could be true. And
1: that's what makes me even more upset because you're literally like picking and choosing your history and you're ignoring great players that might have been assholes. And...
0: You know, I think we could look at the Hall of Fame voting process and maybe look at ways to revamp it. Like, are the writers the best people to be making the decisions? Should we maybe turn it over to former players or coaches or you know people that are more involved with the game? It could be the writers do the, have their own agenda.
1: You also have like six hundred eighty-two votes. Like, it's it's a lot of people. You look at the NFL Hall of Fame. I think it's like it's a committee. Like they, you know, yeah. it's like. They have a voting pro and what you could do is something in which like the baseball writers still get a vote and you take the top 50% or the, you get 50% and that's your finalist group. And then you go to a committee of a mixture. I think you need some baseball writers, baseball writers, former players, managers, and then just a good group of, and then come to a vote. I, the process is flawed kind of like everything in baseball right now. It's stuck in an age that it doesn't need to be. And frankly, like it's just kind of hard for me. Like I think David Ortiz belongs in the hall of fame. Like I, I absolutely does. I want to preface it by that. Like I, I really do. And, but I also feel like you're putting a cloud over these hall of fame classes by not putting in great players of a bonds and a clements because what was the discussion? It was comparing David Ortiz to Barry Bonds. You compare any hitter in the history of baseball to Barry Bonds, they're going to look terrible. And and I think that's not fair to David Ortiz, who's who's a great great player, a great person. I know he played for the Red Sox, but like that shouldn't be the discussion after he gets into the Hall of Fame.
0: Yeah. That the this whole you know Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens dropping it off the just ballot, to add to it
1: David Ortiz thinks Barry Bonds should be in the Hall of Fame. I want to put that in there.
0: All right, uh, you know that that's been the the big topic of discussion over the past couple of days since the Hall of Fame ballot came out. But you know I think there's a lot of other stuff that we can touch on on this Hall of Fame ballot, like the fact that Billy Wagner is only at fifty one percent of the vote right now. He deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, I saw. A story shared the other day that Billy Wagner's average of 11.9 strikeouts per nine innings is the best in major league history of any pitcher who threw at least 750 innings. Opponents also only hit 187 against Billy Wagner, the lowest opponent's batting average in major league history of any pitcher who threw at least 750 innings. Now, I know he was a closer and it's harder for closers to get into the Hall of Fame, but it's happened recently. And Billy Wagner is one of the best closers of all time. He should be in the Hall of Fame. He's only at 51% of the vote. Andrew Jones, I might be a little biased because I'm a Braves fan, but he should be in the Hall of Fame. He's only at 41% of the vote right now. And a lot of guys that drop off the ballot because they got less than 5% of the vote. I mean, it's kind of shocking to me some of these names like Tim Lincecum. I didn't expect him to get in, but he only got 2.3% of the vote this year. So he's off the ballot. Ryan Howard, who had an insane peak of his career. I mean, he came onto the scene and just dominated Major League Baseball his first couple of years. He only got two percent of the vote, so he's done. Prince Fielder, only two votes, 0.5%. He's off the ballot. I mean, a lot of these guys are big names, had good careers, good peaks of their career, and they're they're just done. They barely got any votes. And I'm just really surprised by that, especially those three that I mentioned, Lindsaycom Howard fielder you know I didn't really expect any of them to get in this year or maybe ever but the fact that they're already dropping off the ballot is really surprising to me
1: yeah I mean again it's kind of it's a flawed system I I I've always thought that like the fact that you're not having Hall of Fame classes is kind of crazy to me like you should have a Hall of Fame class and it, it it definitely kind of puts an asterisk to me on on this Hall of Fame, like it, it, really just does not feel like the process is the right way, and it's a referendum on baseball because I think right now baseball is very flawed in its thinking, and you know it, it definitely reflects kind of where baseball's at. It's stuck in its ways and not willing to change, and it needs to change for the better of the sport. Because, you know, I think you're very much in the minority of young, young, younger fans, and and I think I'm in the majority, and. Barry Bonds is the reason a lot of people got into baseball. I think it was a reason you got into baseball. It's the reason I got into baseball. Like you couldn't help but watch Barry Bonds play. And no, no, I never liked
0: Barry Bonds because I was I was always a, huge a fan. I didn't want him to break but, Hank Aaron's record.
1: That is true, but you still watched him. You got my point. I think you yeah. got my point. Yeah. And and the fact that he's not gonna be in the hall of fame kind of sours these younger fans. Like, and it it really pisses them off, and you're gonna piss off your younger fans. Well, they might not watch anymore. What They're like, this is, you know, and and that's really going to hurt your sport. Um, as, as for what it said, um, basically, Joe Morgan sent a letter basically talking about, or an email talking about how PD users should never get in the Hall of Fame. Uh, PD users have ever gotten the whole. all right, here it is, I got it. There should be no running. F- this is from the article. They wanted some clarity on PED users have ever gotten the hall came in a November 2017 email written by Joe Morgan and blasted out to the voters by the hall. The hall of fame is special. Read the subject line. And for Morgan vomited out more than 1000 words of anti. PED. Anti-PD propaganda. Star Wars users do belong here, don't belong here, Morgan wrote, even though he knew they were there already. This is in 2017. So there were PD users in the Hall of Fame then. And Passon writes about the committee that it goes to a 16-person committee full of former Hall of Famers. Um, Where is it? I just saw it. Um, oh, This is great live podcasting.
0: Luckily, yeah, it's it not is. live. Thrilling stuff right here.
1: The the group of sixteen electors comprising Hall of Famers, executives, and media members, voted for C League to be inducted that year in 2017. And they've also voted two years later, they set, selected Harold Baines, who would not have gotten the Hall of Fame unless he had friends on the committee, which is how he got in Cooperstown. Um, bonds will be on, should be on the ballot, he says. But if if Morgan's letter is any indication, his candidacy is dead on arrival. Needs twelve of the sixteen votes from the era committee, the today's game committee. So we'll see, we'll see what happens. I don't think it's going to happen. Um, I I highly recommend reading this article, even you, Matthew. Uh, it it kind right, of check it out. Lays out why he should be in the Hall of Fame and why it's a sham that he's not. And and I really just think it is a shame. Like, two of the five greatest players in the history of the sport. Like, Tom Brady cheated to that level, really. He watched other teams' practices. Like, they watched other teams. Bill Belichick did it. Like, they're both going to be in the Hall of Fame. Like, cheating is just part of the sport. Like, it was part of the sport, and it was so lax. And you can't tell me Tom Brady's not getting – like, to me, it's not that they did PEDs is the reason they didn't get in the Hall of Fame. The reason they get in the Hall of Fame is because some old baseball writers thought they were assholes and are using PEDs as an excuse. And that's what pisses me off more because I respect you if you take the stance like you do No one should get in if they're connected with PDs. I'm fine with that. But now that especially PD users have gotten in the Hall of Fame, we know the real reason why they're not getting in. And that's what pisses me off even more. You know, I believe steroid era was part of the sport. It was lax coverage. You still like, I could take, I could take all the steroids I wanted in the world and I'm not hitting 73 home runs in a season, Matt. Like, yes, that like is they, they still have to have this, the natural God-given talent to do what they did. And so I'm not taking steroids and winning seven MVPs and becoming one of the greatest hitters of all time. Like, he still did that. Like, he's still yeah. that good. So it's just... It, it's not going to change. It, it sucks their candidacy is over with, you know... A Rod's never getting in. Like, I don't know. Like, A Rod's going to get hopefully stay at 50%. Like, I think that's an accomplishment if he, he should feel accomplished. <laughs> Cause that, we want to add assholes to it. Like, that's even bigger one. um I'm cursing a little bit today.
0: I'm just saying ass. That's not bad. Yeah. No. Uh, a Rod is not getting in.
1: um So, but- yeah, I can bet that we'll see in the today's. I,
0: I think A Rod should be a Hall of Famer. Like,
1: like, Take the character out of it. You look at him on the field; he was a really good baseball
0: player. So, yeah. So that is uh, how the Hall of Fame voting went this it's year. It's always
1: fun doing the same art, and, and this is what pisses me off too. With the same argument year after year after year after year, and it's yeah. dumb. Whereas this should like, and and this is a problem with baseball. And I think you'll agree with it. Take a. Stance. Oh, I just cursed even worse. <laughs> like, like at least take a fucking stance. Like, either yes or no. Like, stop with this gray area bullshit, and then you won't piss off your audience. Like, yes, they could acknowledge, hey, we you know the steroid era is the steroid era, but they cheated the game and they're not getting it. Or we we need to take that, that consideration out of there because. These guys deserve to be in the hall of fame because you can't blame them for taking advantage of lax rules. You can't. You just can't. That's baseball. That literally is every sport. Like
0: it's I think you can still blame them if it's against the rules. Just because they weren't strongly enforcing it. It's it's like it's the same thing in
1: NASCAR. Like everyone cheats in NASCAR because there's they find little in racing, they find little holes to take advantage of it. Like a Dale Earnhardt cheated. Jimmy, Jimmy Johnson, Richard Petty. Like those are three greatest race car NASCAR drivers of all time. Uh, They cheated. They can't be in the hall of fame and they all got caught. They, no, they, they cheated. They can't be in the hall of fame. Like you, you're, you're joking. Like, like everyone cheats in every sport. They take advantage of every rule, especially if you're going to be lax on it and you can't, you just can't like, because they still got to perform Cause I can have all the answers, and I'm still not going to hit a home run. I can have all the steroids, and I'm still not making contact. Okay.
0: We're we're not going to change each other's minds on this. I know, I mean, but I, <laughs> I
1: I I just feel like this is like one of the few times that the majority of our audience agrees with me.
0: Probably. Great. Yeah, yeah, they probably do agree with you. I'm sure. Yep. And it's always, few, and you know what, is, you I will know,
1: say this. If they stay in their ways, it gives us great pot- podcast content every year. It every does.
0: year we we know we will have at least one good episode every year.
1: Well, we have multiple ones whenever we can shit on baseball because I'm uh, going to have to go back leadership. at the beginning
0: of this episode and put an explicit warning on here.
1: <laughs> hey. I
0: <I'm laughs> mean, we're I'm not sorry. like, it's not like we're governed by, have... by the FCC or anything, but we're I'm not... just I just want people <laughs> to know.
1: We can't have my, I hope my mom does not listen to this episode.
0: <laughs> oh man. All right. I real did, quick. Let's, uh, uh, I
1: was going to say, as I shouted it out on our morning jam conservative news radio show this week. So that'll be interesting to have some, some adults uh, listen to us and be like, why did you curse? I'm like, well, you see, I'm very passionate.
0: Yeah. Get us, get us some more listeners. Trey, there you go. How, how did you end up promoting the show on your, on your radio show? We talked how about the happen? hall of fame. We talked about uh, okay. the Hall of
1: Fame, and I said, if you want to listen to my long, drawn-out rant, please turn it. Tune into the ball Area Podcast.
0: There you go. Well, 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 when this episode comes out, you're going to have to to promote it again if you get the chance.
1: Want to hear uh, Trey <laughs> curse? Listen. <laughs> All
0: right, real quick, let's take a look at the 2023 Hall of Fame ballot and some of the names that we could see next season or next off-season uh, getting into the Hall of Fame, or at least have a chance to get into the Hall of Fame. Some of the newcomers. That'll make it on the ballot. Carlos Beltran, probably the biggest name. But again, you know, he was tied to the 2017 Astros scandal. So it'll be interesting to see how the voters feel about that. Francisco Rodriguez, K Rod, gonna be on the ballot next year, 437 career saves. I'll be interested to watch him and how he does compared to Billy Wagner when he's still on the ballot, not getting enough votes that, you know, or the votes that I think he should be getting. Uh, some other possible names, you know, the, Francisco Rodriguez and Carlos Beltran are the only ones that I think have any possible shot at getting in. The other names that are mentioned as possible first-timers on the ballot are guys like John Lackey, Jared Weaver, Jacoby Ellsbury, uh, Jason Worth, Mike Napoli, R.A. Dickey. None of those guys, I think, are getting in. You know, they had good careers, not Hall of Fame worthy.
1: Yeah, I think so. It's going to be interesting with Beltran, um, kind of what happens. You can only hope, hope that he gets in, but but we will see
0: because he's going to be the first one from that Astros team to be on the Hall of hey. Fame ballot because he retired right after that year. So, yeah, that'll be an interesting, interesting ballot to watch. Referendum. Uh, like we mentioned at the beginning of the show, we are still in the lockout. There has been a little bit of progress made. The The two sides are at least meeting. They're talking. So that is progress because yeah. they haven't been talking. Uh, and apparently Listy. Major League Baseball is open to making some concessions. Uh, They indicated for the first time that it's open to a pre-arbitration bonus pool. So basically, this would just be a pool of money that's distributed to the top 30 pre-arbitration players based on their stats and awards voting. MLB is willing to put up $10 million into this pool, but the players want $105 million. So at least the league...
1: That's a big gap.
0: Yeah, it's a big gap, but at least the league is willing to you know, offer that pool and make that a thing that could happen going forward. The league is also offering to increase the starting minimum salary for first-year players to $615,000, but the players want a bump to $775,000. So, again, a big gap, but we are making progress. The league is making it, uh, you know, making it known that it's willing to make these changes. So, hopefully, we'll have some kind of agreement.
1: they made just as much progress as progress we made on changing each other's minds today.
0: <laughs> like
1: truly. Yeah, I mean You're right. This is this is a believer when I see it kind of thing. Like, yeah, they met Yippee, Yippee Kaye, but I, I think nothing's really gonna happen until they're pressed for time. So you're not gonna see anything happen the next time they meet. Give me till March and, and then we'll see what happens. Cause that's when congestions come out because paychecks go um Money's not coming in and paychecks aren't coming out when when March comes and players and catchers have to report. So that's that's coming quicker before we know it. But I I think personally, wait till that happens to see if any progress actually gets made.
0: Yeah, hopefully it will. Before then, I would like to have I would like to have a season.
1: I would, too, um, because then we're going to have to turn this into a different podcast.
0: Yeah, I don't even know what we would talk about.
1: How to plan, how to be husbands, and plan for a wedding.
0: <laughs> there you go. There you go. That could be a <sighs> podcast. The new basically,
1: you just get told what to do and have to call a bunch
0: of people. It's kind of how it goes.
1: Well, um, anything else you got on your mind, Matt?
0: Uh... No, that's it. I just, uh, I just really hope that we get a baseball season this year, that the two sides can come to some sort of agreement because, you know, we're getting closer to spring training.
1: I hope so too. I, I, I really do. And I do want to say this again, David Ortiz is. Des- I know it kind of crapped on him at the start, but it was cause as compared to Barry Bonds, David Ortiz belongs to the hall of fame. One of the most clutch players of all time, one of the best leaders in baseball, you know, the guy is a deserving hall of famer and congratulations to him you know, his, his story, you know, this guy, remember, like some people thought he might've died like three years ago when he got yeah. shot. And, and so the fact he's still alive today is a miracle. And, and the fact he's going to the Hall of Fame and he gets to celebrate that and watching that Hall of Fame, you know, uh, his, you know, the moment he got in was really cool. I, I believe uh, Pedro Martinez was there. Um, His family was there. And so good to see, uh, Big Poppy get the Hall of Fame, even though he played for the freaking Red Sox. And <laughs> he, he, you know what? He said some f well, f words. So that will, I said the f word in honor of Big Poppy. So
0: okay, there you
1: go. As always, you can follow up. Give us your thoughts. Should Barry bond or Roger Clements, be in the Hall of Fame? At Trey Lyle VT at Matkins in the news at foulball Area Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Love to hear your thoughts there as well. As always, leave us a five star review because we need that algorithm to push us up because maybe one day one day someone will pay us to do this podcast and we can make some side money because that would be fun. It would. And visit our website foulballarea.com as well for some great content. You can see some of our old stories. Uh, I know we worked really hard last two summers ago and I guess now on the, the best seasons. That was really fun to do. Maybe we revisit that. I don't think anyone has had a better season. Maybe maybe the Dodgers. Um Maybe the Braves. We'll see. I I don't really think so. But check out some old articles, some beer reviews there as well. Maybe we'll do some more of those during the lockout as well. So thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Foul Ball Area Podcast. For Matthew Atkins, I'm Trey Lyle. Have a good, whenever you're listening to it, day, night, evening, afternoon, whatever. Thank you so much for listening to the Foul Ball Area Podcast.
0: Thanks for listening to the Foul Ball Area Podcast. Make sure to leave a review and a rating wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe so you get new episodes as soon as they come out.